Oh no, Kyle. It happened again. What happened, Mike? Shrinkage. (laughs) Oh no. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. This is Gayish. Are you ready to talk about this? Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. We should talk about Queer Eye. Yeah, it's a whole big thing, and apparently, like... They have a season two. They have a season two. When it was just a season one, I was like, okay... Maybe this won't last. Yeah. Maybe you're like uh, Willa Ford. You're just going to come and then go and then everyone will forget you. I don't know who that is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. She wants to be bad and then you she, don't get she, that reference because it's fine. Anyway. It says something about her that the only place talking about her is this shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have reached the levels of terrible podcasts, which is not great for you or us. Anyway, but... Queer Eye. Queer Eye for the straight guy. We queer watched... Eye. Except it's not for the straight guy anymore. It's no, no, just no. Queer Eye. Just Queer Eye for multiple reasons. One, they did a gay guy mm. in season one. I mean, I think they've all done they've gay guys. They've all done a gay guys. <laughs> and we just watched the first episode of season two and drank a bunch of wine. And uh, they did a girl... Um, they made jokes about doing a girl. It was did they like it? hilarious. And did they like it? And, <laughs> uh, and she had a gay son. And so, yeah, yeah we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about Queer Eye. Yeah. Um, give me, Mike, give me your, what's your hot take on Queer Eye? I fucking hate those guys. I fucking hate that show. Fuck everything about it. I suspect you were being intruthful. Anti-truthful. Just, just every time I cry, and Yo, like, there may or may not be people here, and that's bullshit. You were crying. No. No. You were strongly, you were you were ejecting strong. Sometimes my eyes water. Deal with it. Yes, you were ejecting strong water from your eye holes, <laughs> like a man, like a man does. Yeah, it was very masculine it crying. Was very masculine. Not, I mean, it was water. masculine not crying. It was masculine. Salty water that you ejected from your eyes. To, you're like a cyclops, but with but, but tears. But seriously, every episode. Yeah, like I know. Every episode, we there watched, are multiple crying opportunities. We <laughs> we watched the first season together, yeah. and I feel like I like about the third episode in, it was just like, oh, I'm just going to start crying now until the end. You know, it's just like, let's just... <laughs> like preemptive crying. Let's just get this going, and we'll, we'll go. Okay, but now give me a little bit deeper analysis of like, how do you feel? I am I have opinions about this, so I'm curious to hear what you think. How do you feel about the five guys themselves that they have as the five, Fab Five? Wait, like, like you want me to stack rank them? Oh, well, I know. Yes, yes. That was not what I was specifically asking, but yes, I do. Give uh, me your one and two. Uh, I mean, uh, Karamo and Anthony need to sit on my face if. That's what you're asking. At the same... That might be difficult. You know, like one gets forehead and the other gets chin? Or like, what are we talking? I think if the opportunity presented itself, I would grow a bigger face. So there was more room (laughs) for them. (laughs) Nature finds a way. It finds a way. Isn't that what we learned from Jurassic Park? Yes. Um, My one and two are... uh, Oh, tan. You like tan. Tan number one. Yeah. Confirmed. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. And Bobby, number two. What? He moved up. Like, he was slowly moving up the ranks the more and more I watched. Okay. Okay. Everyone, I don't know. Everyone, I'm sure, has him number five. Mm. He, no? My guess, and actually, we should talk about this. Okay. My guess is that Jonathan is number five no. for a lot of people. And and, and it's, it's Everyone because, loves a funny gay. But, okay, 
I don't think everybody wants to bang a funny gay. Mm. And he's got he's super feminine, and I I I'm not disparaging that at all. I I but I think a lot of people do. Like, yeah, you're you're talking about the acceptance of more feminine presenting gays. I'm trying to channel the aggregate gay universe yeah, to, yeah. to like, and it's very got... Anthony centric, <laughs> very Jonathan and light. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan, Jonathan. He, he's he's a hairdresser, how passe. He has really long hair that mm-hmm. he like flips around like he's share. Mm-hmm. He's got really feminine speech patterns yeah. and and word choices, and and then has a beard, which I think that people have sort of a strong aversion to. Like if you're all femme, just own it, uh, and then that huh. is like a, a counterbalance to that. Anyway, I love Jonathan. I think he's fucking amazing. And I just, I I do think that Bobby is fourth for most people and you should explain yourself. Oh, because, okay. (laughs) See, I think Jonathan is probably ahead of Bobby in most uh, people's minds because like he has the, like some of those stereotypical traits of being witty, calling everyone a diva, being a hairdresser and, and being like, yes, girl, you can find yourself and do that. And like, you know, like all the, the, some of those traits. And I feel like Bobby inhabits this thing where he is just boring. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Example number one, but like, he is not like, so he's not at all femme presenting. He's not at all like, uh, he's also not masked. He's like sort of like neutral in that. He's neutral. Yes. But he has a beard. uh, Like, Okay, what I've seen in Bobby, oh, like the more you watch him, more he's like, oh, you build shit with your bare hands and you're more talented than all these other dumbasses. Like, he, he is really good at design. Like, his interiors are fantastic. The interior of everything about him, I'm sure, is very pleasurable to everyone wow. that has been inside I'm it. hearing you want to top him. I would top him so hard. <laughs> and also, at the same time, let him top me. We're going to do a weird version of Dick Anal 69. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. No, who hasn't I want to look that. up that porn now. I didn't know. That, like, is that potentially a thing? Is, is that physiologically possible? Yes, think... because I've seen a minimum of one porn that has done that. Like, you'd have to scissor. They didn't, li- they didn't look like they were enjoying it. It looked purely <laughs> for the, like... Just the so they could check person. that box. Yes. Like, like, like uh, we did this thing and now people will be interested. Um, no, no, no. But like, he's super talented. Hmm. The more you look at him, the better his arms look. You're like, oh, you have beautiful, huge arms. He has really blue eyes, right? He has, I don't, I've never looked at his eyes. Great. He's has a husband and he's always super positive. Like I, he's the, he's the best. He's the second best after Tan. So, uh, then now that we've ranked them <laughs> as expected, what do you think about the premise of the show overall? So season one, they talked about how the original incarnation of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which was like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, that, that that point was they were looking for tolerance mm-hmm. and that this version of the show, they're looking for acceptance. Uh-huh. And I think that that really shines through over and over and over again. There's math and data and science and shit (laughs) that says exposure is the key. Mm -hmm. People who know a gay person in their life actually not that like I invented them so that I could say that I have black friends, but like like an actual (laughs) an actual gay person that they are related to or friends with or work with increases the chances that they are supportive of gay rights, that they support gay marriage, that they are 
it's just exposure is the key. Yeah. And so in that vein, this show is not only necessary, but vital. Hmm. And I, I think that, that whatever they do to increase the visibility of gay people, the um, awesomeness of gay people is, is, is a positive. And, um, what I like is the idea that someone may invent a gay person to say they know a gay person, <laughs> which is what you just said, which like... You don't think that happens? I... No, I, I you don't think when somebody says I have gay friends because they just said something fucking stupid. That, no, that, I like, think they actually have gay friends. Uh, so Muriel, the gay male that you've invented. Mm-hmm. Muriel? Is, he's it's that's what his name is. He's had a hard life. He's been born Muriel. It's gay. They tried to change him into Muri, but that didn't help. <laughs> so they just we made fun of him, but I agree with you. So I th- like, I have mixed opinions, but on the good side is exactly what you're saying. Like, this is a show that I, especially after the first one, which appealed to straight people, yeah. like Will and Grace appealed to straight people, yeah. straight people. It's accessible to straight people. Yeah. Um, and something I really liked that I didn't think about until their Instagram actually, and their, and the show they are all touching each other a lot. And yeah. it's not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, a sexual touching. They are just two dudes that are also have their hand... Like, they're resting on the other person's shoulder, have their hands around them, or yeah. being able to see two gay men touching each other in a way that straight dudes stereotypically would avoid, Yeah, I think is an important thing for straight people to see. Yeah, or or like like gay dudes touching each other not with their genitals exactly (laughs) it's like (laughs) save the dick for dick (laughs) for later let's do that off camera yeah the off camera (laughs) do you think any of the cast are fucking each other i don't know i wonder because to your point like the they 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 touch and yes and but in a in a really friendly endearing like the way that women do actually yeah because women are way better at showing affection and we're in a non-sexual way and we as a society are way more okay with women who you know have some sort of like it's less threatening yes like sexual like a a little bit of fluidity which is why we have a hard time accepting lesbians because we're like oh you're just yep yep yep. ladies love yeah but i definitely see tan and anthony for whatever reason, I notice. Maybe it's because I'm like Tan. You get off my man. But, but, <laughs> but maybe I'm like Anthony. Get off my man. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I notice that they, in my opinion, more than the others, are like arms around each other, or like touching on the shoulder, or sitting on each other's lap. Like hmm. that's that's a thing that they do, and I've noticed. Yeah. yeah. But I also don't think it's sexual. I yeah. really don't. Like they just look. They like each other, and they're comfortable. They're... And it's nice to touch another human. Yes. Touch like it's been scientifically proven. Like touching another person is like healthy and good for you. Um, it's taken me a while to get there, but I have a tendency now to touch my gay friends mm, more, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's just nice. That's true. Like, I love touching my gay friends' dicks. It's so <laughs> it feels just so good and right. You haven't touched my dick. Yeah. Well, I have a line somewhere. <laughs> a line of coke. Yeah, it's in the bathroom. <laughs> um, I have a line somewhere. <laughs> it's over there. Um, okay, can we talk about some of the downsides then? Yeah, okay. Do sure. you have any? Because I for sure do. Well, I mean, I think we're going to disagree about them. Oh, let's do it. Maybe. That's the fun part. Maybe. I mean, I, I can think of arguments against, but I think that they're oh, all that stupid you don't... and wrong. Oh, okay. So Wait, okay, then I'm going to tell you some of my arguments against. Okay. 
And then you can tell me if you think, let me correct that, that you think I am stupid and wrong. It's my favorite pastime. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So first of all, I think that what this show does is present the idealistic gay male standard. Okay. I think it presents all of these people that are supposedly experts at what they do and what that doesn't leave as much room for the gays watching that like me that are not, I am not well-dressed and I have no desire to be, I don't have a perfectly interiorized apartment. Yep. New verb. Great. And I don't want it to be. And when, and I don't have a perfect body and well, I do want that to be, but I can't, I'm never going like, if you're not one of them, you feel inferior. I think what I've realized is this show is great and we also need shows that show imperfect gays mm. or mm. when we show imperfect things about these people in Queer Eye, that's really important. I think they really try to hide imperfections about these groups of people, which we need to show gay people they can be imperfect and still be totally fine. Okay. Okay. Am I stupid? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Tell me why. Tell me no. why. Do it. Um, I think that you're, you're right on one level that the, the five of them are in some way or another the penultimate. Mm-hmm. Right? They're the perfect gay. They're Isn't the, penultimate like the one before the ultimate? So like no. the second best? No. Oh. In uh, Spanish, penultimo means like the second to last syllable. Anyway, it's fine. Keep going. Weird. Okay, weird. No, penultimate means the most. Like, oh, okay. Like you would write it in pen that they are the best. Yes, it's yes. pen. It's in pen ultimate. that they are the ultimate. Yes, yes, yeah. got it. Um, and that is tempered with consistently. They are self-deprecating. They are accepting. They bring this message of everybody is perfect just the way they are. I, I I think that, that that's not the message, although there is an implication there because of the, the like we are experts and we are beautiful people because we're on TV mm. that 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 is not the message. The message of that show is not here's perfection. You should try to be it. And if you're not, you're lesser than like, I think that's implied, though, through who they have selected as the five people to go around and fix everyone. And. Like, I would love to see someone who I think of as more an average body type. Like, Hmm. none of them are a body type that I think is, if you take the average of gay people, Okay, I don't think any of them is average. I'm just, like, throwing out, like, I, they have people of color. Awesome. I think that's really important representation. um, So that, I think they did really great there. But, like, I don't know. I want to see a a trans guy. I want to see a guy that's like wearing giant oversized t-shirts and like, yeah, okay. I, I just, I want a broader representation of what gay means. And also what I realized is I don't think this show has to do all of it. Yeah. So what, yeah. what I realized is I can watch this for what it is and yeah. also then want to watch other shows that show the difficulties of being gay and the hardships and the imperfections. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can get behind that. Which I don't. I don't think we have yet. I want. I want more representations of human imperfect, uh, gay men, and uh, I think we still have ways to go on on that front. It's also still TV. 
right? Like there's, I, I, I don't think that that's about being gay. It's just that TV has beautiful people. Yes. TV elevates people to a unattainable standard. Unattainable standard. Yes. And, and, I agree. So there's problems with that in general. I think it's heightened in the gay community. Like something I noticed actually is Jonathan in the home was sweaty one shot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. half a second. And mm-hmm. it like showed a fraction of imperfection in mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. He was sweaty around the middle of, and I related to him like in that fraction of a second, I related to him more than anything else he had ever done. Mm, yeah. And I like, that's the kind of, and this is really goes to my personal taste. I want to see these times when you are not a perfect gay, because that's what I love. I hate wrong. How do you keep your hands off me then? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get all up in that imperfection. Um, how no, do you're, I... you're super right. You're totally right. And along those lines, I noticed in the first episode of season two, which we just finished watching, that's why mm-hmm. we're doing this shrinkage now, that they showed a lot more crying. And I think that there hmm. has been a reluctance to showing gay men crying. Hmm. I could be wrong, but I felt like in season one, there wasn't a lot of that. Hmm. That the people they were making over or the people who they were making over their friends and family, they showed a lot of them crying, but the fab five themselves were not shown being too emotional, like too gay in that way. This episode was way different in that respect. Like they were shown over and over again to have almost everyone cried, like (laughs) emotional reactions to what was happening. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I also really liked about this. uh, The first episode of season two is that they showed miles like yeah. Miles is what I think of as like, he's more of a body type that people can relate to. He, uh, what I noticed is he was talking about uncomfortable things with beautiful beard. What's his name? Karamo. Karamo. And it's just so precise. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's, he's fucking hot despite his geometric beard. I can't, I don't like the geometric, I don't like a beard that looks that fake. Obviously, Karambo is beautiful. No B, Karamo. Karamo is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like, don't like. No, no. I don't like beards He's or. fucking stupid beautiful. Yes, confirm. Yes, I completely agree. His perfect beard, I just, is yeah. weird to me. So what I noticed, I, Forget if I've talked about this. Season one was uh, one of the criticisms is Anthony. Everyone was like, can he really cook? Oh, I don't think he can. Like this episode, he didn't even pretend. He's just like, I'm not going to cook anything. You're going to teach me how to cook some shit. Like That is exactly <laughs> like in season one. It was like, let me teach you a trick. When you cut open a guacamole to get the inside, like the pit out, you hit it with a knife and then pull it out. It's like. Oh, that tip that like whoever the fuck gave us 20 years ago. Way to go, Anthony. Um, So this episode, I was waiting to see how they handled him. Yeah. Yeah, And exactly what you said. They handled him by saying, I'm not going to cook for you. You teach me. (laughs) How do you make your macaroni salad? Oh, great. I'm going to learn things like, are you fucked? So you just let them pour milk on uh, Nutella. No. (laughs) Milk on macaroni? No, they had like those. Uh, what are um, Nilla wafers? Nilla wafers. Yeah. Sorry, I just always have Nutella on the brain. No, I get it. Yeah. Get it. Black people remind me of the dark color of Nutella. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're sweet. Because they're sweet and black. Oh, sorry, you're trying to make it not racist. Um, but 
he was just like, okay, great. Let's learn that. Oh, use a lot of mayonnaise. Great. Let's do that. Instead of being like, hi, here's how you make a different version of this or like, yeah, uh, which is, I think why I like Bobby more and more. Cause it's like, or even Jonathan, like Jonathan looked at her and was like, here's what we're going to do. You're going to do this to your hair. You're going to do this color. You're going to, yeah. I love this. And you're going to do this. You have a great this. Yeah. And, and Anthony was like, I am beautiful. What well, I don't, I'm going to watch. But he's real beautiful. I, he's so stupid. So I will say it's, it's really cynical of me to say, but I'm, I'm certain that a show like this has a production crew where producers are making explicit decisions about what oh. to show, how to show it. Yes. Th- they're creating characters out of those five people. We even do it on the show, right? Yes. Like, like y- you and I are mostly who we are in real life, but there are decisions that we make that make that not necessarily true. Like we're in part, Mike and Kyle are partially characters. Yes. So yes. Uh, I, I thought that the first episode of season two really emphasized Bobby as a character, hmm. made him more compelling yeah. as, as a character and i think that you're responding to that like yeah. the, the shots they chose the quotes they chose the, the they had to tell him don't go into that church but 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 i i think that at least we've only seen one episode anthony they totally have like rewritten that character oh you think they were like you're dumb and hot and just do <laughs> just that be dumb and hot just be good at he's real good at that sit here and let tan sit on your lap <laughs> <laughs> let tan sit on whatever he needs to you just watch them cook yeah. it'll be fine uh it's so it, and that to me is the problem it's not that they are all great at what they do and they're hot gays it's like i think at least half of them so roughly two and a half of them are there because of how they look Okay. I think the things about them that are not because of how they look are, are likely scripted. <laughs> like, mm. like, why wouldn't you pick a beautiful wrapping around your produced character? Yeah. Like, I mean, I get, I get why TV shows do it, and I think it's stupid. Um, so what's our overall review of Queer Eye? I will continue to watch it, if only because I enjoy sobbing in my living room. <laughs> it's one of my favorite hobbies. You're going to do it anyway. You might as well have Queer Eye on while you do it. I, yeah, and, it's like going to Steamworks or, yeah, like, or any other game. Yeah, house. you might like, as well like cry in one of it. the rooms <laughs> while they fuck you. Um, no, I and actually for all the things I have to say, I really like the show and also cr- like cry during all of it. I think it's really sweet. And I think we need to also have more representation of other kinds of gay. Yeah. I agree. And Anthony is a conspiracy and can't cook. Yeah. <laughs> Not even conspiracy, just the truth. All right, no, fine. Like, okay, prediction. By the end of the season, they're just going to have him say like, oh, that needs cooking. Sorry. And then he'll go outside and take his shirt off. <laughs> oh, see, I think they're going to have like, oh, you're making sushi. Let me take off my clothes and you can lay the sushi on my body. <gasps> got real excited about that (laughs) you know they're gonna be like you're gonna be adjacent to cooking in ways that involve you being hot oh that steam coming from the pot it makes you sweaty and sexy instead of like what actual gays are which is just sweaty today we're cooking edible underwear yes (laughs) (laughs) try these on yeah they'll be great for you they're cherry flavored like your butt i feel like it just ended Cherry flavored like your butt is the last phrase that? I think so too. (laughs) I actually do. Well, that's all for this mini episode. It was mini. It was mini. It was an episode. And it was kind of gayish. Yeah, so remember to the three R's. 
rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And be butch, be fabulous, stay out of the cold water. <laughs> <laughs>